Hey, yo, what up? It's your boy, Pastor B, and thank you for tuning in to the Project Real Podcast. On this episode, we're specifically talking about flashy pastors. That's right, flashy pastors. And we want to know, why is it that pastors tend to be so flashy? Why do they tend to be so elaborate and extravagant? We're going to get into this and talk about fashion, culture, accessories, apparel, all the above And we're going to answer some questions that I know many of you have about pastors and their lifestyle. Stay tuned. So, yes, we're talking about flashy pastors. And I want to just give you some insight as to the people who end up becoming pastors and our ideas, our motivations, our perceptions of the world. When it comes to a pastor, many people tend to think, especially modern day, of a man, typically uh, an older white man, in a three-piece suit, maybe just a shirt and jacket, but someone up at the front in the pulpit preaching who looks like a professional, who looks like they are in the business of the church. Now, The pastoral image has evolved a great deal, although there are many of, you know, the older white men still occupying the space with the suits and, you know, representing as professionals. There's a lot of changes that have been made. And we've probably seen this more than anything in Hillsong Church, uh, specifically where Uh, You know, you have Carl Lentz, who is notorious for uh, having very high fashion clothing, oftentimes appearing dressed down in a white T-shirt and some black skinny jeans or what have you, some really cool sneakers. Uh, We think of people like Stephen Furtick, you know, who tends to come out in a new outfit every time you see him, usually something layered. Maybe he's got a track jacket, a T-shirt, some fresh ripped jeans and some dope sneakers, you know. Pastoral image has just taken on a whole new identity uh, over the past several years. And when we look at pastors and what they wear and how they represent the cars they drive, the jewelry, the clothes, many people have a problem with it. Many people have an issue with how pastors represent themselves. And many people are challenged and they say, yo, I don't know that I want my pastor looking that way, representing that way, and causing me to say, where is the money going, or are they a little bit too lavish with their lifestyle? And I want to challenge you to consider this. Pastors are a version of entrepreneur that are very much misunderstood. I'm going to say it again. Pastors are a version of entrepreneurs that are very much misunderstood. And in order to understand a pastor and how they proceed with their life and what they do, you have to understand that mainly people who are driven to be pastors have an entrepreneurial mindset. So when you look at somebody who's a pastor, you often think of somebody who, oh, well, they got called to the ministry or they felt like they wanted to do good for the world. And they're just this, you know, good humanitarian person. And so everything that they're doing is selfless and they are not somebody who is ambitious or driven in a business sense. And that's simply not true. 
Now, I know some of you might say, well, you know, you shouldn't be making the church a business. And I would agree with you to an extent. However, what we do have to understand is this. As entrepreneurial individuals, pastors build something that people want to flock to, people want to enjoy, and they establish, whether you like this or not, they establish marketing, a product, a service, and continued support of said product or service. So when you come to church, you are getting a product and or service. Now you say, well, yo, why would you say it like that? It, it shouldn't be, you know, like that. Jesus didn't do that. Okay, but what did Jesus say to his disciples? Jesus told his disciples, listen, don't carry a, a money bag with you. Don't carry anything with you when you go from town to town to town to preach. But stay in homes and allow people to give you hospitality. Allow them to take care of you. If we carry it further to the apostles and their ministry, the apostle Paul specifically says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, he makes a big case for ministers being taken care of by the flock. And he says, if I sow a spiritual seed among you, should I not reap a material harvest? Now, that is a product. Okay? And, and we're just really now grasping on in our world to intangible products. Information is actually one of the most valuable products you can ever purchase. That's why we go to college and that's why we pay a lot of money for good education. We're not paying for the dormitories and for the university grounds and this and that. You're paying to get that piece of paper and in order to get that piece of paper, you need to demonstrate that you've learned information. Information is the product. Now, if we flip that into the church world, what do we see? Pastors are continually speaking and giving information on a weekly basis, many on a daily basis. That is valuable. I would say that is invaluable. And so I say all this to say these pastors who are entrepreneurs in their own right are people who are saying, look, I have a vision. I have a goal. I have a mission. I have a plan to speak to people and get them rallied around a central vision, a message. And I have the product that is communication, that is information, which leads to inspiration and revelation. And so I give this to people. And in return, I am able to have a lifestyle and a livelihood. Now, the whole flashy part of it, where does that come into play? That comes into play because any entrepreneur, I don't care if it's uh, Grant Cardone uh, or somebody that's more conservative, say Dave Ramsey, uh, you take all the entrepreneurs in this world, a Donald Trump, a Warren Buffett, you take, uh, you know, even rappers who started from the bottom, uh, Master P, uh, you, you go back as far as Tupac and Biggie and these cats who came up from the bottom to the top. What do you see? When you go from rags to riches and you're building something, you're, you're, you're growing something, you come to say, hey, you know what? My lifestyle's a little better. 
Now I can do a little something more that I couldn't afford to do when I didn't have the money or I didn't have the opportunities that I did in the past. When you start coming up, you start saying, hey, listen, you know what? Yeah, I, I do like those those sneakers that, you know, I couldn't afford to get before. So, you know what? I, I'm going to buy me a, a couple pair of sneakers. I'm going to start dressing better. Oh, guess what? I'm an entrepreneur and I'm building my brand. So I got to look like somebody who people want to see on a stage. And now my lifestyle is able to afford me a little bit better uh, options for clothing. So I'm going to be selective in my purchasing or I might even hire a stylist to get me right. But all of it, I want, I want you to get this. All of it is about identity and about branding and marketing. The stuff that I wear on a Sunday morning sometimes might seem elaborate, but guess what? I'm under lights. I'm on a stage. We're on live stream. You know, I've got people coming in and, and they're saying, okay, I'm, I'm assessing this person based on how they look. People say don't judge a book by its cover. It's not about outward appearance. Man sees the outward appearance, but God sees the heart. However, people look at me and they say, okay, I'm sizing him up. I'm checking him out. And so I've got to dress like somebody who people would say, yo, okay, all right, this brother's, this brother's doing his thing. I've got to look as though I'm somebody who you would want to receive from. Not to mention, Pastor B, okay, is a brand in and of himself. Pastor B, somebody who is entrepreneurial in nature, is a brand. You, you know that brand is synonymous with truth, with real talk, with being urban and with the culture, there are many things that you come to grips with when you say, okay, that's Pastor B. But all of that comes into play when it comes to what might seem extravagant, how we look and how we dress. Now, let me say this, because I know for some of you, you might be like, okay, well, you know, I, I don't know that I like the sound of that. Let me, let me, let me dial it back and say this. I'm not advocating necessarily for pastors having private jets and tour buses and lavish, extravagant things, expensive watches and uh, thousands of dollars worth of jewelry, even hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry. I'm not advocating for that. I am saying when many people look at a pastor and many people study uh, the person and they want to know, you know, why is it that we see these pastors, uh, you know, look in a certain way? Why do we see them dressing and, 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 and just being so uh, flashy in this way? It's because typically we are those personalities who are already elaborate. We're elaborate with words. We're elaborate with our expression. Many of us are people who are high energy because it takes an extrovert, someone who's high energy to really constantly be uh, surrounded by people and not grow tired and weary. So as pastors, oftentimes we are high energy. We are, are, are very elaborate, extravagant. We're just those people who are out there. We're eccentric. We think big. We have big ideas. We have grand visions. We think of things that maybe nobody else would do. And we're risk takers because that's the entrepreneurial nature. 
And so when pastors step out and say, hey, you know what? As I'm building, I'm building, I'm building, I, I want to be a recognizable brand. Guess what happens? We go as far as to distinguish ourselves. So when you look at, you know, different pastors now, I, I think you're going to see things differently. You're going to see, you know, some pastors who wear glasses. And that's their trademark. They might have different glasses they wear. Some pastors wear different sneakers. Some pastors have a trademark where uh, they they typically will wear uh, different suits, different colored suits and combinations of suits. Uh, there are many pastors out there who ha have hairstyles that are that are unique. And so you, you focus on their hairstyle. But all of this is for marketing and branding. And at the end of the day, let me say that all of this is to point back to the glory of God. Because we're demonstrating this, that God can take a wretch like us, those who don't deserve his grace, those who don't deserve his love, those who don't deserve to be anywhere near his glory, and yet God can take us and make us those who are seen as men approved by God leaders and so as we display the glory of god physically what we're really saying is we are the product of a life that is dedicated to god and god saw fit to bless us according to his will so the next time you see your pastor looking kind of flashy the next time you know you look and you see a preacher on social media or maybe you see a preacher on tv and you say man they're awfully flashy just know just know that there's a story behind the glory hey thanks for joining me on this episode of the project real podcast with your boy pastor b listen i believe that this podcast is already touching lives and i can prove it to you i've had people talk to me and tell me how they appreciated the real nature of how i get down to issues uh the topics that i talk about and how they are blessed by some of the things that they're hearing and so Project Real as a podcast, as a social media platform is only growing and we want you to be a part of this ministry. We're reaching people who are by and large not interacting with the church or with Christianity, but they'll at least take a moment to watch or listen. So what I'm going to ask you to do is this. If you would be so kind, number one, rate this podcast on your favorite platform, whether that's Spotify, uh, Google podcast or apple music that would go a long way uh please rate this podcast and let it climb up the charts in addition to that i would invite you to support the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month you can be a continued supporter you can go to anchor.fm slash the project real podcast that's the home of this podcast where it is hosted that is anchor.fm slash the project real podcast from there you can choose to donate any amount that you choose starting at 99 cents 4.99 uh and, and up and anything you do to donate whether one time or whether you want to be a continued supporter will also greatly help to spread the message of jesus christ the glory of god and the kingdom of god in a real and 
tangible way. So thank you so much for just thinking about it, just considering to be a partner and supporting the podcast, supporting the social media platforms. Together, we will see the kingdom expand and we will see lives being changed, people being healed and touched through this ministry. Thank you and God bless.